And so we've been in this um, series, and today is the last Sunday. I'm kind of sad about that, Randall. Um, it's called Soul Reset. And I could not have imagined last year when we discussed this series how badly and desperately we would need this series right now. Um, a time to stop and soul reset. Sometimes um, when you're in a place like we are right now, which is the unknown, we would love to give you good answers. We would love to tell you just uh, this amount of hours to go and minutes to go and days to go. But, but it's finding something new every day. And so in the process of that, it's allowed us all to stop and reset. So I've been kind of thankful for that. Um, for me, but I'm a total introvert. You wouldn't know that. Extrovert for me is a learned behavior. And so when I go home, I'm home all week until I come in on Sunday mornings. So I almost wore my house shoes today. And my husband said, honey, please put on some shoes that you would normally wear. So I did. Um, I don't know about you. I went from my summer pajamas to my winter pajamas this week. So that was the biggest change I probably had in my house. Um, so I also have about three questions that came in to me this week. One of them was, Dee Dee, what are you going to do about the purple in your hair? So I'm going to answer that question. Here's what I'm going to do. I have the most amazing stylist. She's incredible. She's one of my close friends. She hooked me up. So I got lots of dye in my house. So don't worry. I don't think my roots are showing yet. Are they, Randall? Are they showing yet? All right. The other one is, is I did get a question that asked me, when do you pull your weave out? So I want you to know it is not a weave. It's real hair. So I'm not pulling it out. The other question I got, <laughs> true story, he's going to kill me, but it's true. They asked me when Pastor Stan what he did with his hairpiece. I want you to know that is not a hairpiece, that is real hair. So I do not have extensions and the boss does not have a hairpiece and our hair is doing fine. We've just got to figure out how to maintain it a little bit longer. Um, and I know all of you are struggling with the same thing. Eyelashes, fingernails, hair, all of it. Ladies, hold on. Carla, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Um, those are some of the fun questions. Thank you guys for doing that. And I appreciate you sending those in. Those are awesome. Um, <clears throat> how is it with your soul? My soul has been laughing, crying, angry. My laugh is uh, different than it was three weeks ago. How is it with my soul? My soul is weary, but my soul is hopeful. Hmm. Let us know how your soul is. Tell me. Give me one word. How is it with your soul? Today is Palm Sunday and one of my favorite Sundays of the year is today because I love it because our children walk around with palm branches, but not today. But we do have something special for you when we finish at the end of service. This Sunday is where we recognize when Jesus entered into Jerusalem with a lot of fanfare. Let me tell you, they were waving, they were bowing, they were proclaiming Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Meanwhile, Jesus knew he was going to be betrayed and crucified a few days later. There was this great celebration in the midst of doubt and fear. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? There was this great celebration in the midst of doubt and fear. So what I want to do is I'm going to open this morning <clears throat> in Matthew, excuse me, in Matthew 
chapter 21, and I'm going to start with verse 8, because I want to read a little bit about what happens. Because for me, this sets up Holy Week completely for all of us. Matthew 21, verse 8, and it says, Now a large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others cut palm branches off the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds in front of him and behind him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessings on the highest. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. A rock star had entered the building, right? Like, here he was. Who is this? They asked. The crowds answered, It's the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. So here we go. Jesus is coming into a time where he knows that one of the grandest entrances is also about to be one of the worst weeks of his life. Right now, we are entering into an Easter season for, that begins with the celebration when Jesus enters Jerusalem. But just like Jesus was surrounded by doubt and fear, I don't know about you, I am surrounded by doubt and fear. I finally this week put my phone down and said, you know what, I'm not reading anything else. I'm not going to read anything that's negative because there's enough. We all have been home so much that our mind has already begun to answer what we think is going to happen and we really don't even know. It's hard to find that place within you that is usually super excited to celebrate this week when it feels like the four walls are closing in. Or when you're not sure where your next paycheck is going to come from. Or you're worried about your children who had jobs as waiters or waitresses and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen for them now. Or when you're worried about your health or the health of those that you love. You're worried about mom and dad. I do. I worry about Jeff's mom and dad. They're what I have left and I don't want anything to happen. So I pray constantly, Lord, keep them healthy. I pray for my nephews who are home, my son. I don't want anything to happen to them. So I know that fear because Lord, let it happen to me, but don't let it happen to those that I love. That fear can be gut-wrenching. In the book that we've been reading called Soul Reset, Pastor Dodson says that the number one cause of stress is living inconsistently into your own values. It's when we act in ways that are contrary to the ways of Jesus. So here's what we know. Worrying isn't healthy. Fear isn't healthy because we know that it contradicts what Jesus tells us what Jesus did for us when he brought redemption to us we know that it's contradictory of that so when we live in a place of fear and worry which is where I have found myself this week it contradicts really who Jesus is right we know God has got this but our fears and doubts cause us stress it's interesting, the little bit I get to see people, and if you notice, not many selfies are going up right now, but the little bit that I do get to see people, the bags are bigger, 
I don't know about you, but I've got like three ply hefties going on right here and there's nothing I can do about it. They just keep getting bigger and I'm scared to death by the time we get out of this, it's gonna be down to my chin and it's not gonna be pretty. So y'all all just better be forgiving and deal because it's what it's gonna be. What do we do with that? It's not fair. It's not fair. And you women are sitting there laughing because you know it's true and men don't think you don't get bags either because you do, I've seen them. Y'all are showing them, y'all are showing them. For some of us, that leads us to shame. Shame of getting out of the house because I don't want you to see my three-ply hefties. But then sometimes it goes deeper than that. It's shame because I don't want you to see my fear. I didn't realize that eight months ago when um, my boss would ask me to prayerfully consider going through licensing school to be pastor that I think this is what it would mean. But then every one of your faces comes to my mind and I miss you so much. I love you and I know the fear that you are feeling. I know that for some of you, you're in recovery and so your immune systems are down so you sit there in fear. It's like a circle, right? Our faith should be enough, but is it? Here's a saying I often say to people, and more than ever, I've caught myself saying this during this time. I often say, I know God's got it, but what do I do in the meantime? What do I do in the meantime? And I feel like right now we're in the longest meantime stage we've ever been in. But here's what I've also found. I have found that in that meantime stage is when God works the most. When God shows up the greatest. All the emotions we're feeling in our homes right now own all of those emotions. But don't have any shame in those emotions. Know that Christ felt them. Christ felt all of them. When he's walking through a city being celebrated And in the next few days, they're going to kill him. Christ felt all of those emotions. We all have a choice in how we respond on our worst days. Right now, for some of them, for some of us, these are our worst days. (laughs) Judas betrayed Jesus by turning him over to Pontius Pilate, and Peter betrayed Jesus by denying him three times. And you know what? Those were some bad days for both of them. You betray Jesus and you deny Jesus. Those are pretty bad. Peter ends up though on the beach with Jesus. He transforms his worst day into a reminder of his call. God still loves you and he has a purpose for you. He says, go feed my sheep. So Peter found that on his worst day, he could turn it around, right? even though he had denied Jesus. Judas, on the other hand, he transforms his worst day by taking his own life. We've got so many choices on one of our worst days right now, just like Jesus did, just like Jesus did. All the emotions that you're feeling, all the things that you sit in, the questions that you ask, all the things that you wonder, and you're like, Didi, I've got faith. Some of you tell me that I've got faith. But you don't understand. I always love that. 
I've got faith, but you don't understand. And you're right, I don't. But God does. God does. It's that simple. And here's what I promise you. He is more than enough. He is more than enough. The truth and reality of it all is that we all have worse days. The question is, what are we going to do with those days? Right now, for some of us, we feel like we're in our worst days. What are we going to do with them? Are we going to focus on Jesus instead of what's wrong? Because you know what? Our worry isn't going to fix it. And remember a few months ago, we talked about you either worship or you worry, but you can't do them both at the same time. And as we get ready to close... I want to read one last scripture for you that comes from John 3.17 because here's what I want you to remember. John 3.17 says, God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world. Did you get that? God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And if you think he is out of the saving business, You're crazy because he's just getting started. And in the midst of where we are, he is just getting started. God did not come to condemn us, but to save us. God didn't come to shame us into relationship. God didn't send Jesus to condemn us and make us run and hide. No, Jesus came to free us from shame and fear and sin and darkness. Pastor Junius Dodson. How you're feeling Your worries, your fears, your anxiety, God didn't come to condemn that either. But God did come to give you life. And here's the best part of that. It says, and not just life, but life more abundantly. Because when Jesus comes to do something, he doesn't do it halfway, he does it right. That's the reason sometimes his timing and my timing are not the same. Even when you're not in the midst of COVID-19, even when we get two months down the road, three months down the road, we have to remember this moment that God got us through this moment. He didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. And even in the midst of knowing all that was going to happen, Riding in that Sunday, what day it was, I'm going to say a Sunday because that's when we celebrate it. He knew. Guys, he even went into the garden and said, look, if there's another way, let me know. Father, I will be obedient. But if there's another way, he knew what was before him. And he did all of that for you not to condemn you, not to judge you, not so that the world can judge you, but so that you would know redemption, so that you would know what it meant to go through a time like this and know that you were never alone. 